What is up, Buttercups? How y'all doing? How's it hanging? We hanging a little to the left, a little to the right. I'm so excited for us to be here again today. Welcome back to the Be That Bitch podcast with your bitch, Allie. I am really excited for today's episode, and I think it's going to help a lot of y'all. We're going to be talking about the 10 things y'all can do to finally stick with whatever your New Year's health intentions are, fitness intentions, and stuff like that. But before we get to the meat and taters of the conversation, let's let's chit-chat. Let's catch up. So uh, I know last week we talked all about just, you know, Christmas and insanity about that. One week into January, I feel like my life is finally getting back to normal. We are having consistent podcast episodes, which I'm really excited about. We also kicked off the Be That Bitch book club. So if you missed last week's episode, I announced it. We started a book club because y'all know this bitch, Allie, she likes spicy books just as much as she likes fitness and nutrition and all of that stuff. And y'all have been asking and asking and asking. So we finally started a Be That Bitch book club over on Patreon. And y'all, it's a hoot and a holler. We are having so much fun over there and having so many good conversations. So if you do like my like spicy book recommendations or you yourself are a spicy book lover, or maybe you want to get into reading romance and stuff like that, then make sure you check out the show notes because I will have the link to the Be That Bitch book club. I'll do, of course, still my like little like top book of the week here, but I really get into all my books there and I actually do like video reviews. We have like chat threads and stuff like that. So it's really fun. Um, it is in beginner stages. I'm still trying to figure it out. So don't go over there with super high expectations. We're, we're working out kinks and stuff, but (laughs) that's what she said. Working out kinks in the romance. No, nobody else got that. Okay. Anyways, sorry y'all. I'm just a child. But uh, (laughs) we are working out all of the kinks and stuff like that. So hopefully by like this summer, we will be rocking and rolling. But come over for the fun. It's a really good time. But for my top read of the week. So it's not a read as much as it's a listen because I did this one as an audiobook. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I've read two, like, eight out of 10s. And if you know anything about how I, like, rate my books, it goes up to a 15 out of 10. So an eight out of 10 is, like, basically a three, maybe a two. So they're not fantastic. But I will say I have been doing some really fucking good audiobooks. So let's talk audio. Um, and if you don't know, there's a really amazing app that you can listen to audiobooks through. And it's actually the app that I listen to all of mine through. And it's called Scribd. And you pay, I think, like 11 bucks a month. And you get access to like an entire library of books. Whereas like Audible, you pay a certain amount a month and you get like a very little library of like their books, but you also only get one credit. No, fuck that. We ain't got time for that. It's expensive. Scribed is where it's at because you get like the top books as well as like 
scribed originals and they're always adding to the library and stuff like that so if you haven't checked that out and this isn't sponsored or anything i wish they fucking sponsored me maybe i'd get my membership free but this ain't sponsored it's just something i am obsessed with so my top read slash listen of the week is brutal obsession uh by s massery let me tell you the fuckery that is this audiobook side book, whatever. That is this book. It is so crazy. So he is like obsessed with her, but they were enemies and then they were not. It's really confusing because at the beginning it shows that he was drunk driving and he got in a car accident, hit somebody. And then, you know, he's got a rich senator as a daddy. So, you know, daddy gets him out of everything. Well, the person that he hit like fucked her way up and she was a dancer so she couldn't dance no more well turns out they go to the same college and so he and her are like major beefing and but he somehow gets like obsessed with her to the point where it's like sickening obsession like he you know starts stalking her and stuff like that and it does have some triggers so y'all know me I collect trigger warnings like candy on Halloween but if you do get triggered very easily I would definitely read the trigger warnings because there is some non-con dove con um it is a dark romance um there is some like you know BDSM and stuff like that involved in it so if that is anything like that triggers you, I would not read it. But if you are somebody like me and you're like, ha, trigger warnings, I run to them, not away from them, then I highly recommend that book. And if you don't, like if you don't like anything dark or triggering, uh, the only one series by Natasha M Madison Y'all know me, I'm doing marathon training, so I do a lot of audios during marathon. That is a pro tip. If you are like long distance running and you're like, this fucking sucks, it takes so long, get something good in your ears. Like I listen to audiobooks while I run and it makes my 15 mile long runs not feel as awful. So that's a pro tip for you. Get Try some of these audiobooks while you run to see if that helps you enjoy your long runs better um but anyway so the only one series by natasha madison it's an eight book series it is a hockey like sports romance that follows all of these players on this professional hockey team y'all when i tell you this makes me really want to like be into hockey between this series and i stout i am in my hockey romance error right now and I ain't mad at it I mean does hockey not just scream alpha male to you like they will bend you over and fuck you senseless to the point where you don't know your own name and you can't walk I don't know like they just like alpha male I will look at her and I'll fucking kill you type vibes I don't know maybe that's just me but I am here for it so I am in my hockey romance air and I ain't mad at it so the only one series the best one of course is always going to be like the last one it's only love um with a woman named Franny and y'all when I tell you she is my spirit animal she is my spirit animal she is like the definition of female empowerment like I don't give a fuck what happens you know what fine you don't want it I'll get my toys like all this stuff so if you have scribed all well though the whole only one series is available on scribed brutal obsession was on audible but if you have kindle unlimited 
you can get audiobooks really discounted. I think it was like seven bucks because I don't actually have an audible membership, but I'll buy it through Kindle and stuff like that. So anyways, that is my little book spiel. If you enjoy these and you enjoy like all the book stuff, then come join us on Patreon with the Be That Bitch book club. You'll also get extra Be That Bitch like content, like podcast little content once a month and stuff like that. So it'll be a good time. I hope to have you join us there. So that's really all I've got for this part. Now let's go ahead and get into the meat and taters of this podcast episode. And let me give you the 10 most important things you need to finally stick with your new year health intentions. Alrighty, y'all. I am about to lay it out there for you. If you have any big new year health intentions, right? You're wanting to focus on your fitness, your health, your nutrition, all of that stuff. I am about to give you the 10 holy grail, most important things you need to do to finally stick with it because we ain't got time to be letting ourselves down anymore, right? We ain't got time to be fucking around and doing things the wrong way. So I'm going to lay it all out there. So make sure you have a pen, a paper, make sure that you are ready to take notes because this is the holy grail that will leave you with no questions as to how you will finally stick with it. Because a lot of us think, right, to get to my goal, I just have to eat better and, you know, work out. And yes, that is true. You do have to focus on your nutrition and your fitness But that is a very small portion of finally sticking with it long term. That is, yes, what you do, but you don't know how you're doing it. You're not working on your mindset. And that is a big thing I believe and I work on, especially with my clients, right? Like everybody knows you got to work out and you got to eat healthy, right? And if that was a secret, you know, nobody would struggle with it. But Clearly, that is not the secret. The secret is the mindset aspect. And that's something I work a lot with y'all here on the podcast as well as my clients. But I want to really kind of break down the 10 things that are really going to help you as the year progresses, especially with finally sticking with it and not finding yourself like so many others and on February saying, fuck it. And, you know, going way off the deep end because we don't want that. We do not want that. And we are not about that energy. We are not that bitch that is only going to make it to February. We are that bitch that is going to make it for the long haul, aren't we? And also, if you're new here, every single time I say any type of cuss word, you're supposed to drink water because a hydrated bitch is a happy bitch. And my goal is to make all the bitches happy. Right. And so we all got to be hydrated. So I just said a couple couple cuss words. So you got to chug it up. Clearly, this is not a podcast you listen to with the kiddos. Okay, so number one, clarity. We have to be clear about not only what we're doing, but also why we're doing it. You need to have a clear vision of the woman you're working your ass off to become, right? You need to be able to see her so crystal clear. A lot of people end up giving up because they don't have this idea of what their perfect, like, ideal self is, right? Not perfect, but their ideal self. They have no idea what she looks like, what she does, all of this stuff. And so they end up giving up because all they know is, oh, I want to lose weight. That's not a big enough reason, right? Yes. You want your ideal self, your future self to be smaller. Okay. But that's not enough to keep you going. So you have to have clarity as to who you want to become. So 
Who is this woman, right? Who is you 2.0, the future you? What does she look like, right? What does she do for fun? Does she read? Does she walk? Does she go run for fun? Does she run around the playground with her babies, right? What are her habits and rituals? Does she wake up early? Does she prioritize veggies? Does she prioritize water, right? Does she drink? Does she... um? go to bed early. Like what are the things that she has created habits and rituals around and what does she prioritize? So does she prioritize her health? Does she prioritize her social life? Does she prioritize her family? Does she prioritize, you know, self-care? What are the things that she prioritizes, right? The more crystal clear we get on the idea of who we want to become and what she looks like, the more we know what we need to do in the work to get to her. Number two, purpose. You have to have a bigger purpose to what you are doing than just what you can lose. News fucking flash y'all. The goal of losing weight is not enough to keep you fucking going. I hope you know this by now, but focusing like, okay, yeah, I want to lose a hundred pounds. Okay. That sounds great. Cool. Whatever. Fine. But that is not going to be enough to get you up on your bad days to keep you going when you're in the fuck it mood, right? To keep you going when life is really throwing you every top of curveball possible. Stop focusing on what you can lose and start focusing on what you can gain out of this, where you want your life to be, right? Your purpose as to why you're doing this. And it has to be bigger than numbers on the scale, numbers in your britches, numbers on, you know, the tape measure. It has to be bigger than that because yes, I get it. And I cannot convince all of you guys that the scale and the weight does not matter no matter how hard I try. Trust me, I know. But can I least convince you that that is not going to be enough to keep you going on your hard days, that your purpose has to be bigger and that it has to be something that's actually going to impact your life. Like, you know what? I really want to make sure that I am here. So like for me, for example, a big purpose of mine was one, I wanted to be able to be able to run around on the playground with my babies because I had zero energy. Every time my kid would play with me, I wouldn't want to get on the floor and it made me feel like a piece of shit parent, right? So I really wanted to have that energy and to be healthy enough to like, plop down on the floor and play with my babies or run around the playground. Another big purpose for me, especially is if you guys know anything about me or if you guys have been around for a while, you know, I lost my mom when I was 18 years old. I lost her at, she was 44 years old. And you know, every year that passes, I'm getting closer and closer, living more years on this planet without her than I was with her. And that's really hard for me, especially coming up on the anniversary of her passing this month. Um, And so whenever I had Riley, like I knew that I'm going to do every single thing in my power to not miss those milestones that my mama missed, right? She died from a health condition. She gave us, I always say she gave us everything, including her life. And that is like a big purpose of mine is I want to be there for all of the milestones of my kids. Like I want to become a grandparent. I want to be there for my daughter when she gets married. Like I want to be there for her. If God willing, I want to do every single thing in my power to ensure I am. Of course, you know, 
Death is something we can't control, but I knew I wanted to make sure that I would take care of all of my health and do everything in my power to ensure that. And so that's a big purpose of mine. So regardless, you don't have to have anything like huge like that, but you do have to have a purpose as to why you're doing this that's bigger than aesthetics because aesthetics is only going to get you so far. Number three, discipline. You ain't always gonna wanna doesn't mean you ain't gonna. Let me repeat that. You ain't always gonna wanna doesn't mean you ain't gonna, okay? And I know that is not proper English and I'm sure some of y'all are cringing at that, but that's just who I am, right? Like you just gotta roll with it, but just know that you're not always gonna want to do something that doesn't mean you don't do it. That means you have to dig down and find that discipline. You have to find that inner you that's going to be like, okay, you know what? Yes, I don't want to do this, but I committed to it. So I'm going to do it anyways, right? Same thing as like having babies and changing diapers or going to work or, you know, saving money or, you know, investing or stuff like that. Like you don't always want to do that, but you do it because you know that you committed to it and there's a bigger purpose. You know that the pain of not doing it is going to be bigger than the pain of doing it. And that is the magic key, y'all. You have to weigh the pain, you know, of doing it versus the pain of not doing it and see which one is more worth it to you. Number four, patience. This isn't a sprint, y'all. You won't win a fucking prize for getting there the fastest. Nobody will be like, oh my gosh, look, she lost 100 pounds in six months. And then a year from now, you've gained it all back. Like there's no celebration in that. We want to be the one that stays there the longest, not gets there the fastest. So we've got to adapt this mentality of it's a marathon, not a sprint. So there is no rush. There's no rush to get there the fastest because we have our whole freaking life, right? Like this is something we're doing forever. Infinity. There was no end date. So as long as we start realizing that like it's not a rush to get the results because they're going to all eventually come as long as we're doing something that we can see ourselves doing for the rest of our fucking life. And that is the magic key. Whatever you're doing right now, you need to make sure that you know that you could do this forever. Whatever method you choose, whether it be just clean eating or keto, if you feel like you could cut carbs for the rest of your life, don't get me started. Or, you know, macros, if you feel like you could weigh your food and count that for the rest of your life. Don't get me started, but whatever works best for you, right? Whatever works best for you and making sure that you can do that for the rest of your life, that is the key to success, is knowing that you're gonna be able to get there eventually and you gotta adapt patience. You've got to know that the ultimate goal is longevity. It's not to get there, right? And so we just need to know that if we're doing this in the form of a lifestyle, of course the results are gonna come a little slower because we're enjoying life in the midst of it, right? Because life doesn't just pause till you get to your goal. Because if you do it like that, right, we've all done that before. We've stopped going out. We've stopped doing all the things we enjoy so we could get these results. And once we finally get there, we haven't really fucking learned how to navigate these social experiences. We've never really learned how to enjoy our foods while also getting results. So what do we do? We end up finding ourselves gaining it all back because we find ourselves on the deep end because we didn't really learn anything. And if we have patience and we take the slower approach, we'll learn a lot more in the long run. Number five, flexibility. Y'all got to realize you got to be flexible. Shit's 
gonna happen. You gotta learn to roll with the punches, right? You've got to learn to go with the flow, roll with the punches, whatever the case may be, because if you don't have flexibility in the approach into which you're gonna do it and you feel like you have to like do things exactly like it's black and white, you're gonna find yourself very frustrated and quitting very quickly, right? You can have flexibility in the approach without the goal changing unless you want the goal to change, right? Like it doesn't matter how you get to it, right? Cause yes, one plus five equals six, but also three plus three equals six and four plus two equals six. All of these different equations can get you the same variable. So what we need to realize is there is a lot of different ways that we can do things to get to our ultimate goal, which might be to live a healthy and fulfilled life, whatever the case may be, right? Like, don't feel married to the process, like have flexibility. Maybe you can't run right now because you're hurt. Okay, that sucks. But instead of throwing in the towel and putting everything on hold until you're not hurt anymore, be flexible. Change your change your method that's still going to help get you into in, your ultimate goal. Okay, number six, consistency. We all have it in us to be consistent. I don't want to fucking hear that you lack consistency because you do not lack consistency. You are consistent as fuck, but you're consistent at the things that are taking you further from your goal instead of moving you closer to your goal. So what we have to learn is how to be consistent at the things that are going to get us closer to where we want to go, not further from where we want to go. Okay. So that is something we really need to work on focusing on is shifting that consistency aspect and focusing on how we're going to move the needle to where we want to go and how we're going to remain consistent, which falls with discipline. Do you guys see how all of these kind of overlap and all play like a huge part in getting to where you want to go. Okay. Number seven, forgiveness. You have to have forgiveness for yourself. Go into this knowing that you're going to fuck up. You're going to let yourself down. Shit's going to happen. Everything isn't going to be all rainbows, butterflies, and unicorn shit up in here. Like life happens and things happen and you're not always perfect, especially in the beginning when you're trying to adapt these healthy habits, when you're trying to retrain your brain to... uh, accommodize what you're wanting to be habits versus what you are habits. You're going to fuck up a lot in the beginning. So you need to learn to have forgiveness for yourself when you do inevitably quote unquote slip up or let yourself down so you can move on, which goes to number eight. You have to have short term memory. This goes for successes as well as failures. Those that see the most success don't spend a shit ton of time dwelling on their failures in the past because they know that they can't change them. They know that that is in the past, no longer can be changed. What can be changed is where I'm at and where I'm going, right? Learn from it and uh, discard it. That word was really hard for a second. Learn from it and discard it. But that also goes from successes for successes as well. How many of us know that person that's like, yeah, I lost a hundred pounds or in their bio, they have like, yeah, down a hundred pounds, but that was two years ago and they gained it all back. Right. Because they like held on to this one success forever instead of continuously fighting and keep pushing and moving forward. Right. They held on to this one success until eventually it went away. Right. We all know, like also like the person that like peaked in high school, right? Like, yeah, I was like 
beauty queen in 1999. Okay, but now you don't do shit with your fucking life. Like, drop it. It's over with. Yes, that's a success, but you, you gotta drop it. I call this the 24-hour rule, right? Like, I give myself 24 hours to celebrate the shit out of every single one of my successes, and then I'm like, all right, time to move on to another thing, right? Time to keep pushing myself so I don't get complacent. But also with my failures, I give myself 24 hours to sit and wallow and sulk and cry and pitch a bitch and all of these things. And then I'm, you got to fucking move and keep going and wipe your hands clean with it. So you can adapt that also, right? And give yourself that time to process. But once you've given yourself that time to process, you got to move the fuck on. And number nine, you've got to have community and accountability. Find yourself a tribe, ones that are there for you when you need them. No one is strong all the time. And the quote that I go to all the time is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And I cannot tell you enough. That is so freaking true. I have tried this by myself, right? I tried at home workouts where I did like Pinterest or I went to the gym and did it by myself. And I always without a doubt, ended up quitting because on your hard days, there's no one else there to help pick you up and hold you up when you can't stand by yourself. And that's what a community does. They hold you up until you can stand on your own again. And then you do the same for them, right? Because not everybody is going to have an off day on the same day. So they can help you through those off days, just like you help them through their off days when you're, when you're crushing it. But I am telling you, find yourself a community, find yourself that accountability and truly lean on them and immerse yourself with them. They always say, what's that saying? You're always like, you're the sum of the five people you surround yourself with the most or whatever. I make sure I surround myself with people that are also working towards similar goals as me or also trying to adapt these healthy lifestyle that's also trying to keep fighting. And it's really easy for me with, you know, Instagram and my fitness accountability groups, but you can also utilize Instagram, right? Go on your Instagram stories and say, Hey, I didn't know if there's anybody that wants to help hold each other accountable. I'm doing this and wanted to create a group chat or on your Facebook page, or, you know, maybe ask your friends and family or join an online accountability group. Find something that works for you, but get yourself a community that y'all can rally around. And number 10, a routine you enjoy. Everyone needs to find a routine they enjoy. There is way too many fucking solutions out there for fitness and nutrition for you to do shit you do not enjoy. Like if you don't like CrossFit, don't do it. If you don't like to run, don't do it. If you don't like to lift, don't do it. Find a method that works for you. Maybe you like to dance. Maybe you like yoga. Maybe you like Pilates. Hell, maybe you're just somebody who likes to walk, right? Do something that works for you because the goal is movement. You don't need a specific type of movement, especially at the beginning. Yes, when you're working further along in your goals and you're trying to like maybe build muscle or get faster in runs or something like that, you'll need different types of exercise to really get you to that goal. But in the beginning, and you're just trying to establish those healthy lifestyle, and you're just trying to establish healthy habits, you don't need specific movements. You just need movement. Just like you don't need specific nutrition. You just need to start being more mindful with your nutrition. So if you cannot imagine your life without carbs, why the fuck are you trying to do keto? Or if you can't imagine weighing your food for the rest of your life, then why the fuck are you doing macros, right? Pick a solution 
that is best for you. And a bonus tip, bonus important thing you need to finally stick with your New Year's healthy intentions is the slow and steady approach. I know I talk it all the time, but just go into it slow. Have the idea that we're stacking habits, not just trying to go all in. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and repeat all those for you guys. The first one is clarity. You gotta be clear on the woman that you wanna become, who you're working towards, purpose, something bigger than what you can lose, but how that your life is gonna gain through this journey. Number three is discipline. Remember, you ain't always gonna wanna, doesn't mean you ain't gonna. You gotta do it even when you don't want to do it, having that discipline, because y'all, the best way to cultivate motivation is through discipline, right? The best way to cultivate motivation is through discipline. The more discipline you have, the more results you'll see, thus the more motivation you'll have. A lot of people think, I've gotta be motivated to do this. No, motivation comes from seeing the results, which comes from being disciplined. Motivation is not the first one. It's like last in the thing, right? And no one is born with discipline. You've got to cultivate discipline and it only comes through working hard at it and building those habits and rituals. Um, number four, patience. Remember this ain't a sprint. It's a marathon. Slow and steady wins the race. Number five, flexibility. Things are gonna happen. You've gotta have a flexible approach. Remember, the approach can be flexible and the goal does not have to be. You can always change it up without having to change your goal, but realizing that life's gonna happen. Number six, consistency. We all have to, we all have consistency. We just have to make sure we're doing the things consistently that are gonna move us towards our goal, not away from it. Number seven, forgiveness. We've gotta learn to let go when we have let ourselves down and move on, which goes into number eight short-term memory, reminding ourselves we have 24 hours to celebrate our wins and to sulk in our losses, but we've got to move on. The best and most successful people have short-term memory. They don't allow the past to directly affect them for long. Number nine, community and accountability. Find yourself a girl gang that will be there when you need them and you'll be there when they need you. Um, and number 10, a routine you enjoy. Find a way of movement as well as a way of eating that you are thoroughly going to enjoy and can see yourself doing till death do you part. All right, I hope this episode helped you. If it did, please do me a solid and go over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. It really does help this podcast grow. I mean it, it really does help so much. Also sharing it on your Instagram and tag me so everyone can see it. I really hope that we can get this message out to as many people as possible because the more people that hear these 10 tips, the more people that really focus on these 10 active you know, things that they can do to ensure success in 2023, the more of us that are not gonna be feeling let down by February. Alrighty, I'm gonna leave y'all like I leave you every single time in a world full of bitches, be that bitch. I love y'all and I'll see you next week.